Welcome to the InnerSelf.com audio version of Eustra, the goddess of spring, hares, and eggs, an Anglo-Saxon Germanic tale for the spring equinox and also for Easter. This is an excerpt from the book Once Around the Sun, Stories, Crafts, and Recipes to Celebrate the Sacred Earth Year by Ellen Everett Hopman. Have you ever wondered why we have Easter eggs and bunnies? Rabbits don't lay eggs, and yet we associate both bunnies and colorful eggs with the spring festival of rebirth and goodies in baskets. This tale will explain it all and tell you about the goddess Eustra, for whom Easter is named. Heinrich and Anami led a very unusual life. They lived with their Oma, or grandmother, in a tiny thatched cottage deep in the forest. Oma didn't care if they did their lessons or combed their hair or even if they finished their beans at dinner. She always said that there were more important things in life, like knowing where the otters hid their slide into the river and where the wild swans nested and which herbs were good for a wound or a cough. Since they didn't have a calendar in the house, Oma taught Heinrich and Anami to read the signs of nature so they would know which month of the year they were in. Do you know where the word month comes from? Oma asked early one morning as they were setting out with woven wicker baskets to pick spring greens for their supper. Hmm, said Heinrich who liked to think long and deeply about things and thought of himself as a philosopher of the mysteries of life. No clue, said Anami, who liked to read books by candlelight. It comes from the word month, said Oma. Month isn't a word, said Anami, who was very sure she had never seen month in a book. Well, it may not be a word in your books, but it certainly is the way Mother Nature organizes her calendar, said Oma. Let's go out tonight and see what happens under the March full moon. You might learn something. Oma didn't care if they went to bed on time, either. After a supper of soup, made with the fresh greens they'd just picked and slices of warm, grainy bread topped with goat's cheese and wild violet flowers. Yes, you can eat those. They put on their warmest cloaks, hats, and mittens. The spring air was still chilly at night. Anami lit a small lantern that contained a single beeswax candle, and Oma filled a thermos with hot herbal tea. Then Heinrich unbolted the oaken front door to their cottage, and out the door they trooped into the misty night. The path through the forest stretched before them, easily visible in the bright moonlight. Oma had taught them to be very quiet in the dark woods, and to talk in whispers, and only when it was absolutely necessary. They were so quiet they could hear owls conversing overhead while mice rustled in the leaves at their feet. A deer crossed the path right in front of them and didn't even notice that they were there. Soon they came to a large open heath 
where the spring grasses and heather were already thick and long. Moonlight glistened on the damp meadow. We can sit down here, Oma whispered. They hunkered down and were very still. Any person or animal walking by would have thought that they were just three large rocks in the middle of the field. They waited for a while, enjoying the stars and the soft spring breeze. Suddenly there was a flurry of movement at the far end of the field, and whatever it was, was coming closer. What could that be, wondered Heinrich in a loud whisper. He was scared he might have to defend his grandmother and sister from a bear or a wolf. Anami slid closer to Oma so they would look like a bigger lump to whatever was coming towards them. Then the grass seemed to part, and the thing, whatever it was, was right in front of them. It was a crazy moving tangle of hairs. Suddenly hairs were everywhere jumping and chasing and boxing each other, and the ones that weren't doing that were just sitting and gazing, looking up at the full moon. See how the hares are dancing, said Oma. Some say that witches shapeshift into hares under the full moon during the spring equinox. That's when day and night are equal in length and the sun rises exactly in the east and sets exactly in the west, added Heinrich in a professorial tone of voice. I know that, said Anami, who'd already read about it in a book. Look closely at the hares and see if you can find one that is white and larger than the others, Oma whispered. Heinrich and Anami squinted and stared until finally they did seem to see one that stood out. I think I see it, said Anami. Who is that, whispered Heinrich. Is it the king of the hares? Well, said Oma, this time of year is sacred to a particular goddess. Her name is Iostra, and she has a large white hair that goes with her wherever she travels. You might be seeing that hair now. Iestra herself takes the form of a hare at every full moon. All hares are sacred to her. They are her messengers. Messengers, squeaked Heinrich. Who do they take messages to? When hares burrow underground, they commune with the spirits, and then they bring messages from the fairies and the ancestors back up to the world of the living, explained Oma, but Eostra has one extra special white hair that lays colored eggs just for children every year at exactly this time of year. Is that how we get them in our baskets? asked Anami. Yes, that's why we always put out a basket at this time of year, said Oma. And have you noticed that the days are getting longer and longer now? Oh, yes, said Heinrich who was very glad that he could stay out just a little later each day to study bugs and frogs and other interesting creatures. That's because Eostra is followed by a long procession of hares carrying torches, and each morning when she rises at dawn, they follow her, Oma told them. As they approach, the light grows stronger and stronger, and the strengthening light tells the birds that it's time to lay their eggs. 
so we celebrate with colored eggs. Easter is named for Yostra, and that's why we have Easter bunnies and Easter eggs. As they watched, the hares leaped higher and higher, as if they were trying to touch the moon. Oma, Heinrich, and Annemie sipped their warm tea, enjoying the spectacle. When they started to feel the cold and damp, Oma said it was time to go home, and so they went. The next morning, when Heinrich and Annemie got up, their baskets were filled with beautiful colored eggs and lots of sweets, like cookies, candy, and dried fruits. I hope you will never forget how magical these eggs are. Brought to you by Eostra's special bunny, said Oma. The goddess Eostra always carries with her a basket of newly laid eggs. They hold the promise of new beginnings and the yearly resurrection of nature after the long sleep of winter. Every time you see an egg, know that it is blessed by Eostra and give thanks. And you know... That is exactly what they did. This article was written and narrated by Ellen Everett Hoffman, author of the book Once Around the Sun, Stories, Crafts, and Recipes to Celebrate the Sacred Earth Year. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. Visit the Inner Self Market for new attitudes and new possibilities. You'll find inspiring books, wonderful music CDs, audiobooks, card decks, candles, jewelry, gifts, all kinds of wonderful things. Visit us at market.innerself.com.